better call somebody. Four out of five top Hollywood movie stars use moment, moment, moment of clarity. Moment of clarity. What's happening, everybody? It's your man Stefan G. Right here with Kimma Lady. What's up? <laughs> and you are tuned in to another eclectic episode. That was of, my fault. Yeah, it was your fault. No, actually, it was her fault. I told her she's got to push her own button. Plain oh, okay. and simple. I forgive you. She got to put, you know what? Different hosts, different hosts want different control. You got to push. Some hosts want you to push the button for them. Others want you to push their own. I can't, I can't keep up. You guys are tuned in to another eclectic episode of Moment of Clarity right here on the Promised Life Network. So what's up, Kim? What's up? How you doing? I'm good. I want y'all to know Kim came in here looking mighty fly today. I did. Busting at the seams. Hello. I'm just, I don't know what to do. I'm just saying, when I come through, (laughs) I come through. I don't think I've ever had anyone tell me I look mighty fly. Really? In my life. Oh, Mike, we got to hang out more often. (laughs) I don't think anyone's ever told me that. I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better. (laughs) But today's my day. So (laughs) on that note, what were you saying, Stefan? I think I'm done. I think I'm done with the the compliment. Jeez, that was short-lived. Yeah, you look nice, though. Appreciate you, you know, dressing it up to come in here a little bit, not coming in here like an old ragamuffin. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, You know, some people. Uh, Moment of clarity. (laughs) Yeah, I saw you looking at me. (laughs) So today we're talking about everybody's favorite topic. Uh, and it's probably not everybody's favorite topic, but it is an important one, and it is worrying. Mm. You worry some worrier, you. Wow. Why do you worry so much? Who? You. I what you worry. worried about right now? You got What are you, what in your life? We'll get to that in a second. So we're talking about worry today, and I believe it's specifically like the difference between worry and concern or the line between worry and concern or if there's a difference between worry and concern, but at the bare basis of the conversation i want to know what is worry why is it a good or a bad thing and when should we not or do it i didn't say that right but that's okay i got it i you got, got it? your point i think everybody did. don't worry so what are you wor- <laughs> what are you worried about right now mike what am i worried about right yeah. now do you have worries in your life right now sure oh yeah what why 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 do you worry because i'm dumb Okay, I'm not the perfect Christian people think I am. I don't know if I I don't know if I have anything to come because back. Because he's on human. <laughs> because he's human. Is that the reason? Because yeah. he's human. I think that's the, the right. natural human reaction is, to, is worry. to worry. Worry about what? Everything. Really? Yes. I, you worry. Um, I like to think that you worry until it's been tested and you've gone through it, mm, and that then ain't true. I, that's. Yeah, this is what I like to think. <laughs> now, when you say gone through it, you mean successfully? I don't want to say successfully. When you have had the opportunity. So I think what you do is you start in worry first. Right. Most times uh-huh. you get in worry and then you convert it over to concern because at this point you have you have an understanding of, hey, why am I worried about this? I didn't claim to be God. Let me give this to God so he can be God. Okay. And so then it just becomes concern. And once I have an understanding of that, and let's say it's something I've already dealt with before, and I'm like, hey, oh, yeah, this is not my job. Like, this is not in my job description. I know to hand this over now to God. That's a hard place to be, though, man. 
I'm just telling she's you how, such a good. I'm just telling you how it is, works. She is such a good Christian, Mike. I'm just telling you how it works. I didn't say I have it down, but there are some <laughs> things that he's done so well that I'm like, I'm not even worried about this. Like, right. this is what God does. I've seen him do it before. Like, See, I find myself come. worrying about the same stuff over and over again. But, well, and here I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. And, and you have witnessed him be victorious in that situation. Yes and no. Ooh. That's why I say I'll tell you Ooh, why. God. Don't God, he's call trying to him say in you, here. God, he's know. trying to say no. you have some losses on the <laughs> no, board. No, That's no. what I heard. That's what I heard. <laughs> See, that's not what I'm saying. Mm. What I'm saying is the reason, and, and like I said, here's why. I find myself, okay, I'll you be You do tr- know I'll he's be like truthful. better than John Cena. I'll be, tr- you know what? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'll be truthful. I find myself oftentimes I was going to say sometimes, but oftentimes Ooh. worrying about the, the same Holy Spirit thing. bringing all things to light. You know what? I'm done. He is. He is like <laughs> the fourth host. Today. I don't worry about anything ever. I believe Jesus. Okay. No, I find myself. Oh, often, I was going to say. <laughs> right. <laughs> I find myself oftentimes worrying about the same thing over and over because, because. it does not get settled or rectified in the manner that I expected or desired. Ooh. So, so you set yourself up to oh revisit man, the same up. place. So, God, geez. So let's say, and this is just an example, let's say I'm worried about getting a particular bill paid, you know, let's car note, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we all know that one. Yeah, you know, there's a bill that needs to be paid and I just don't have it. Right. I'm not, I don't have it and I'm not going to get it. So, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen in a way that God makes it happen because right. something, all the pieces are going to have to connect perfectly in order for this money to come about. Hello. Right. But it ends up now the bill ends up getting paid. Mm-hmm. The, the car note ends up getting paid, but it's paid because I either had to beg or borrow or <sighs> manipulate Ooh, that wasn't God. God didn't I know send that, that wasn't one. God. I know it wasn't. I'm just, I'm just being honest. I'm just trying to be a little truthful here. What do you mean manipulate? You know, like tell some people some things that might halfway be true about why the money's necessary in order for them to be more generous about handing the money over. So you lied? <sighs> you know what? I'm not. I'm not. Well, you know what? I don't care. I have never claimed to be saved on this show. So anyway. And if you made that claim, it. then you you backslid sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we all. Why can't I just be human? You are human. It's just funny yeah. to watch you try to get out of it. <laughs> yeah. So, but when those things don't, you know, when those things don't work in a way that I would perceive to be the, I guess you'd call it the right way. I find myself when they come up again, worrying about them again, because now I'm like, well, who am I going to have to ask this time? Or who am I going to have to beg from this time? Or who am I going to have to borrow from this time? Even though the bill got paid, there's a part of my perception that says that really didn't happen. Mm. It really wasn't victorious. It happened, but it wasn't a victory. It's a Does victory. That make sense? If it got paid, it's a victory. <laughs> I, I consider it a win. Every time this happens, you need to call her and just she'll be like, it's a victory. Yes. I'll just call her and Praise tell her write me a check. It's a victory. But why is that, though? Not why is it a victory. Why do you think that myself and many other people like me run around that mountain over and over again? Because you don't see it as a victory. But why don't we? I don't know. Well, then don't turn your mic off. I don't know why you don't <laughs> see it as a victory. I do. 
Let's uh, hear oh, it, Mike. Right. <laughs> Why? Why don't they? Because you don't feel that you deserved the victory. Yeah, that might you know what i i've got i've got that's close that's part of it close i'm close i know okay. why I'll, I'll, I'll but close. the truth of the matter the is, holy spirit just told me shut up he did i know he did that's why i told you shut up the truth of the matter is it's because i didn't have a hand in the victory i didn't have anything to do with savior it. no savior yes no i just want to pay my bills you want to be you, you here's the thing you're looking for God to come to the rescue. I got tested. You want to rescue yourself. So. It's pretty. Uh, I mean. I think it's a trust issue. And I think, too, it's because you have these expectations of what this rescue is supposed to look like. Right. So I think that is a part of it. That's, that's definitely the problem. That's why you can't see it as a victory. No, we are supposed to win this way. Right. And so you can't. The win is the win is supposed to come because. I called up a client and they bought an extra package that they weren't originally intending on purchasing and they decided to extend their contract or something like that, right. which caused for me to get the money that I needed in order to pay this bill, which I did not have previously. Right. That is the victory. Yes. But the other aspect, it doesn't it doesn't resonate in the same way. And, and I see and you watching me be careful with my words. Just, just I am. What, look at Mike. Don't and, look at me. God and God is basically like, hey, I don't have to send you the miracle check in the mail. Like, I, I, I got an easier way to do this. But it's not easier. It, you are not God. God I know determines I'm not God. what is easy and what is not. Like, he, well, he, actually, he, he never said it was going to be easy. He uh, said he's got his like, way of doing here com- it. Here comes the theologian. Here, here comes Pastor. He did though. He did. He has to remind you of this. And word. Pastor Mike, yeah. You can quit calling me that now. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> hey, you you were close. Where's he, were you closer to anybody in this room? I'm not so sure. What? To being a pastor. You were probably you the closest. You were probably the closest. No, this is I mean, weird. You were the closest. You were the closest. How? How odd is that? Who knew? <laughs> I don't know. So I strange. was a youth pastor and I did go to UCF for religious studies, but Yeah. So then I was dumb and went to radio. <laughs> so Mike actually was a pastor, so Okay, there we the have it. Yeah. Ha ha ha. Pastor Mike. <laughs> But yeah, so I think, and the reason I uh, dare to be that transparent is because I believe there are people out there who have experienced that, that experience it on a regular basis. Right. That, you know, they don't see that necessarily as victory. They see it as uh, a parting gift. You know, like you went to the you went to the game show and they were like, listen, you didn't win the whole thing, but here's a, a board game for you because you appreciate you showing up. Right. And so even though the bill gets paid and even though I can drive in my car for another month because of the fashion that it came in, it doesn't it doesn't resonate as victory in Christ. How can we fix that? I mean, I I just think I told you already. What did you say? I wasn't listening. Really? I was trying to get my point across. <laughs> You don't even remember. You you fix it by not having the expectation of how the victory, what the victory looks like, Uh how it's supposed to come through. So in what I am hearing is that you have a need that needs to be met. That need is to have your car note paid. It is paid. Right. Hello. Answered prayer. Victory in my book. (laughs) So now I, I think what the the additional prayer that has to be added to this is 
God, help me to find the resources to not find myself in this position again because right. it sounds like you just have a Band-Aid over an, an, a, a, a bigger issue. Well, hold up. We ain't digging in my life now. That was an example. I'm just... I'm <laughs> a Band-Aid but over a bigger issue. You know, wow. the issue of being broke, basically. But no, I work in well, radio. I, so. I was, yeah. <laughs> was going to say maybe it's because... That's not really what you want. Maybe having just that one bill paid is not really what you're looking for. Oh, yes. definitely. That's very deep. Keep going, Mike. No, I'm, I'm guinea pig over here There's today. That was it. Well, because I, you know, you don't see having that bill paid as a victory because that's not really what you want. You want economic stability, stability right. in right. general, so you don't have to worry about this again. Right. Next time. Right. right. That is victory. Right. Right. Yeah, In I your mind, that. that's victory. Yes. I can see that. So anything less is a Band-Aid. Right. right. And the issue is what Mike said, stability, <laughs> economic stability, right? Uh-huh. So that's the real issue. Maybe you're asking God for the wrong thing. That's right. That's exactly what I wanted to say. Let me say it. Okay. Maybe you're asking God for the wrong things. Maybe. Yeah. I'm okay at the communication thing every once in a while. Every once in a while. You see how she stole your thunder, though, right? No, she just, no, no. That's no. all right. We, we were just like twinning at that moment. Oh, is like, that what y'all yeah, were doing? We were thinking the same thing. Twinsies. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't but know you were a twinsie, so, Mike. The victory. So, so to me, you. so now when we talk about worry, you have you can draw from the experience of God has answered my prayer. Okay, I got a question for you guys. Okay. What about worrying? Oh, man. All right, I'll just put this out there. Now, this one's not me, so everybody can't turn to me and be sure. like, why you do it that? <laughs> yeah. That don't make no if sense. That's how you, Are if, you really if saved? that's your disclaimer. But what about the person who worries about things they've not prayed about? Moment oh, of clarity. That's easy. <laughs> Moment of clarity. We'll be back in a bit. Don't go nah, nowhere. Simple. Then I'm ready for this one. Put your Bible in the air, Bible in the air, put your Bible in the air, Bible in the air, put your Bible in the air, Bible in the air, put your Bible in the air, Bible in the air. Moment of clarity, Stefan G, Kim Lady on the microphone. Yeah. My man Mike behind the glass. What's up, Mike? Yeah. What's going on? So since they spent the last half hour picking on me, because I just happened to say maybe I dealt with an issue a little bit one time in my past, okay. years and years and years ago. I deal with that issue like every <laughs> month, so like it's okay. But so I asked the question, what about the person who is worrying about something they have not prayed about? Is that even a thing? Is that even yes. worth talking about? Is that even fair? To worry about something you haven't prayed about? It shows where their mindset is. Yeah. Which is what? Not towards God. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Don't look at us. I mean, like, why are you just over I'm smacking lips it. and He's stuff? He's saying it. Yes. <laughs> it's working like that. Is that how, y'all are on a, on a mode Hello, today. Hello, we're on yeah. a frequency. That's what it is. A frequency? Yeah. yeah. So, okay. 
talk to me about how to fix this worry complexes. These because there's people worrying about stuff every day. That's one of the reasons we're doing the show. There's people worrying about stuff every single day. They're worried about who's going to get better, who's going to get healed. They're worried about getting this bill paid. They're worried about getting this promotion. They're worried about getting fired. They're worried about she don't love me no more. They're worried about he's being a, a prick to me. They're worried about my kids not doing good in school. All of these worries are running around rampant. I they're mean, worried about what they're going to eat. They're worried about what they're going to eat, what they're going to wear. All of these, like you said, frequencies are flying all around the sky. Right. All of these, you know, worry frequencies are flying all around the sky. All this energy is just out there all right. over the place. And nobody is telling people how to have peace, except they just say, no, Jesus. Well, okay, thanks. I know him now. What, what does that mean? No. That's what they say. No Jesus, no peace. Well, part of the problem is they they assume that the only way to fix worry is the absence of the problems. Ooh. And that's not necessarily. Mike's doing his thing today. Yeah. Fix worry. I like that. I wasn't thinking that. No, I wasn't. That was good. That was good. I had to give it to him. I didn't know that wasn't me. But, But think about it. They think the only way to get rid of those worries is to fix all the problems they're worrying about. That's and true. You, and you can't. That's very true. Like the only way not to have the worry is to have the absence of the problem. Exactly. I won't worry as soon as there's no more problems for me to worry about. Exactly. Man, that's not possible. Exactly. So, yeah, that's not possible at all. So Thank we're so but we're at, we're told to have peace, right? We're told to have peace in spite of Right. You know, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take upon my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew 8, or excuse me, Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Wow, off the top of the dome like that? No, I'm, re- uh, you're I'm amazing. reading this. You're I'm- amazing. <laughs> you're amazing. You're amazing. Okay. And so we're giving all, we're given all of these commandments not to worry. The Bible says, not to worry over and over and over and over. You know, don't be anxious about everything, anything, but in pr- everything by prayer and supplication, thanksgiving, make your request known to God. You know, cast all your anxiety upon you, upon him, because he cares for you. Right. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. All these things will be added unto you. Don't worry about it. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. Scripture after scripture after scripture after scripture tells us, gives us the, the basically the premise don't worry. Yet we are still so worried about so many things. Because Why aren't we taking this in? we are missing a lot of the things that you just said with those scriptures. There is an action that is involved. Come to me and I will give you. Mm. Then it goes on to say, seek ye first the kingdom. And then there was another one that you said, give. Cast all your anxieties cast on all your, Exactly. There is a action that is required of you and then after that action is completed then there is a trade-off it's like yo hey i'm coming to you you told me to cast hey here's what i'm giving you and in return i'm going to receive your peace this is not my issue anymore this is for god to handle you have control over that and then once i find once i revisit that issue and i become worried then he's told me to give myself to prayer and supplication so that hey i can trade this thing back off again because now in some way I have assumed responsibility for it again. Right. And and that's going to happen because you're a human being. So you're going to go to God and you're going to say, God, I've got this problem. I've got this worry. I'm casting this upon you. I'm giving this to you. This is yours now. I do not take ownership of this worry any longer. And then tomorrow morning you're going to wake up and be like, but my bills, Jesus. You're in your face. Yeah. 
And there again, you revisit the whole transaction again. You you enter in with prayer and supplication and, hey, trade off again. Hey, I'm sorry I took this back, but I need to return this. <laughs> I got the receipt. Exactly. Like you said, uh, I know what your return policy is. <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't getting no store credit. Right. This is cash. Nah, <laughs> nah. Please take it, take it, take it. And so, but okay, so all of these actions that are required of us, at, are we just looking at what peace is from a wrong point of view? Because I still have known people who go into the prayer and the supplication. Like you say, they take it right back the very next day because these things are in front of their face every day until that problem, until that particular problem is solved. These things are in front of their face every day. So they're taking it back every day. And so are we looking at peace in the wrong concept of what peace really is? That peace is not the eradication of this, that, and the other thing, but it is maybe something else? I think we are. Yeah. And the example that kind of pops into my head is when you're younger and you're sick. Right. What do you what do you do? You want to go to your mom. Right. For example. And a lot of times when you do that, you're the sickness isn't eradicated. Right. right. But because you're in the arms and the comfort of your mother, the worry goes away. There's a peace there. Mm-hmm. Right. The problem of the sickness isn't eradicated, but because you're in the arms of your mother or your father, right. That that worry dissipates. Yeah. So maybe we need that mindset with the rest of the things in our lives that those things that we're worried about don't go away, but we can be comforted because we have the safety and security of our right. heavenly. Because there's because right. there's still a chance that you go to God for prayer and supplication, ask him to pay your car bill and they will come get that bad boy still. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, and then now then you're you're faced with the well, Jesus doesn't answer my prayer and Jesus doesn't care about me and this stuff ain't real and all this other kind of stuff. Right. But it's because we're looking at the concept of what is supposed to happen from the wrong viewpoint. We're looking at it through the wrong glasses. Right. And really, our mind's supposed to be focused heavenward. And in our eternal reward and the treasures in heaven. And so when we're focused on that and that's our true home, we shouldn't expect things to work out here. Right. Because we're not supposed to work out here. Right. And I I can already tell you there's not there's not nearly enough of us that are focused that that's our home. Like you said, that that's where our focus is. And we're, you know, because we are day to day drones in america you know what right, i mean right, yeah. right. and so we've and we've given to this system and we have to get up and go to work and take the kids to school and come home and cook dinner and blah 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 and so little of our focus becomes on heaven aspects of you know heaven on earth so little of our focus becomes on spreading the good news so little of our focus becomes on christ himself that we don't we we miss so many opportunities to have that peace that we so d- desperately desire. And, you know, that kind of goes to another point that being a Christian and going through this path takes work. Yeah. It does. And we don't want to work, but anything that's worth having, you know, takes work. Mm-hmm. So in order to have that peace, doesn't mean it doesn't take work. Right. right. You'll get the peace, but there's a process. Yeah. There's right. work. There's a commitment. There's a choice, like you've said. Because I know for me, there have been things that I've gone through. Like when I was going through my divorce, that was a big one, where I would fake the peace, but internally I was still petrified. You know what I'm saying? I Fear just ravaged me on the inside. And I could never find that peace that I was looking for. But I discovered why. The reason was because I couldn't accept that 
this outcome might happen, the outcome of me being divorced. I couldn't accept that this might happen and my life still be okay or and Jesus still be with me or and peace be upon me or whatever the and is. Right. You know what I mean? But in my eyes, like I was talking about with the car, victory was the eradication of the divorce. Victory wasn't gaining peace in the face of the divorce. You know, and I know I know I've talked to people here recently who are going through similar aspects where they're not focused on Christ, but they're focused on this is about to happen to me and it hurts a lot and it's painful and I don't know what to do with it. And I've never experienced it before. And nothing anybody is telling me is making me feel any better. Right. You know what I mean? Because that's a real big one, too. Sometimes there ain't nothing nobody can say to make you feel better. Right. They can go through all the motions and, you know, it's going to be okay and all of that. And it just doesn't matter because, you know, it's not going to be okay. You know what I mean? Mm, but it's going to be okay. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because when you say you know it's not going to be okay, what you're really saying is you know the outcome is not the desired outcome that you are expecting or wanting. But that doesn't mean that's not going to be okay. Right. And I think uh, it takes us to just be there sometimes. Yep. You know, it's kind of like what I said with the the comforting mother. She's not really doing or saying anything, but no. she's just there. Mm-hmm. Right. And just knowing that God is there can give us at least send maybe a little bit of a sense of just a little bit yeah. and peace involved in that just a little bit absolutely give us peace yeah yeah I so mean, so kim that, doesn't worry about anything i've I, noticed i definitely do worry <laughs> I, oh I my don't know. gosh anybody but i think she brings a different perspective as well because there is uh, i don't want to get into the gender thing but i know for women it's more important to have somebody there than it is for men sometimes True. I, I mean, uh, I get I don't like to experience the negative parts of life. But I definitely approach it with, hey, we're doing a trade off. Um, I do in the process of trading off. I am assessing what can I do? Because I definitely think right. that's a part of the piece. Yeah. So I have a piece about I know that I have done everything that I can right. do. So it is completely out of my control. It is now all on God. So I definitely think during the trade-off, there is, I know what God's word said that he would do. So I am trusting that he will do that. And that gives me peace. Now, there may be me visiting some worry because I haven't kept up my end of the bargain, right. what my responsibility is in the process. So, Or you get to that place where there's always, you always feel like there's something else you could have done. Yes. You know what I mean? Because I know I, now I'll be personal again. I know I've gone through that on a couple of things where it's like, well, I could have called this person or I could have done this or I could have made, I could have made a couple more phone calls or I could have ran by that business one time more, you know what I'm saying? Or I could have done this or I could have done that. Everybody does that. But yeah. Yeah. Of course, she mentioned one word that's very interesting in what she just said. You have to trust, trusting. Yes. And that's hard for us to do. To do, it's a choice you have to make with God. You have to trust that Him, that yes. He knows what's best. Right. Right. You know, for the glory of His kingdom, and it's very hard for human beings to do that. It is. 
to well, have we're that taught, trust. We're thing. taught our entire lives not to trust anything and anybody. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like you don't you don't talk to strangers. Like you can't always trust your family. You know what I'm saying? This person's gonna stab you in the back. You just look out for number one. You always got to be focused on you, and it's all about you and taking care of yourself. And you know what I'm saying? You think about it. You watch Facebook and Twitter, and there's all kinds of memes and pictures going around talking about how you can't trust nobody and nobody's got loyalty anymore. And I just watch out for me, and I'm the number one. And right. if it ain't about me and my family and all this kind of stuff, this thing is these things are drilled into our minds they are but that's why the victories are important right because those need to become that's why it's important to call them victories too. exactly right exactly because you have to refer to those during the time when you are experiencing the worry and the fear and the doubt and what have you you have to go back to the victory i am a firm believer in writing down what god has done i write out my prayers and i write how it was solved right that's a good idea. And I and I revisit it. And and, and I, the other part that gets you to that place of peace is really really understanding this word. Mm-hmm. Really seeking out this word. Really looking to see it come to fruition literally. Right. I am I'm always on what uh Jeremiah called to me and I will answer and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. And I'm always like, God, I don't know nothing. So show up, show out. I am calling. I know you have call ID. You know it's me. I am expecting an answer. I don't know what that answer is going to look like, but I know that his word is so true and that he is so faithful. So I am trusting that I am going to get an answer. You said something very key there that I think is a place that we as Christians need to find a way to live in that spot. And the words you said was, I don't know what that answer is going to be. And I think too often in our lives, we're not comfortable in the, I don't know what that answer is going to be spot. And when we can learn, when we can learn through his word, when we can learn through conversation with Christ, when we can learn through a dedication of our heart, how to live in that place of, I don't know what his answer is going to be. I think a lot of that worry begins to dissipate. But you know, there'll be an answer. Yes. That's awesome. Exactly. I love it. Moment of clarity. Stefan G. Kim Lady. Catch you guys next week. Peace out.